Hey friends, and welcome back to The Sandwich, hosted by me, Amanda Muse. Exciting. I'm working on a new project where many of the podcasts are now also going to be in video format, which is super exciting. And um, I've got to get used to the format where I'm like introducing the video and also introducing the podcast. So we'll get used to this together. Um, and my plan is to actually be bringing you every other week these bite-sized 30-minute episodes with just me by myself. I hope you guys are into it. I kind of had a little thing recently where my creativity was just like blocked, completely blocked. And I just stepped away from creating content, you know, my long form stuff, like my videos. And um, I just kind of like sat with myself and gave myself permission to let my mind wander and think about what it was that I wanted to create. And I actually came up with like a three month content calendar plan. And this is very exciting to me. It's like one of these things I've always wished that I would be organized enough to create, but the way that I've structured my life just doesn't always have room for that. You know, I'm kind of like a fly by the seat of my pants kind of person and I like it, but it can also be a little bit stressful when you just, when you have moments where you start to dip creatively, all of a sudden I'm like, well, I just can't do this because I'm just lacking structure. So all of that to say, I took my own advice, which is pause, don't quit and really thought about what I love to create and, you know, what I love sharing with you guys. And one of those things is just these really candid conversations. Um, but you know, if you have it in your mind that you've got to speak for an hour, that's a long time to talk to yourself or with yourself, you know what I mean? For other people to hear. So blah, 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 every other week, 30 minute bite-sized episodes that will also be in video format for those of you who prefer the video content. Okay. Now that that's out of the way, um, plan for today. I've got my trusty notes here. We are going to do just a generalized update. You know what? It's, you know, we're still in the midst of everything COVID-19 and there's still so much uncertainty and I'm seeing lots of conversation with people online now that's like, you know, like myself where the creativity has gone out the window. People are discussing you know, real feelings and thoughts about how all of this is impacting them. Um, you know, you've got crippling anxiety in some people. You have things that we're managing right now, work, marriage, fitness, uh, parenting, homeschooling. Like there's just so many things, extended families. Maybe you are a frontline worker. Like there's so much going on right now. And, So many of us are just trying to keep our head above water and all of that to say, there have been some things that I've been doing that have been really working well. There's also been a lot of stuff that has not been working well. And I thought what I would do is break down these six categories with, you know, what I've been doing, what's been working, what I've learned about myself and a takeaway tip for you guys while you're listening. So we're going to, we're going to tackle work fitness, marriage, parenting and homeschool, friends and family, and mental health. So let's do it. 
if you're watching the video format, I'm going to do my best to maintain as much eye contact as possible, but I do find that with the podcast specifically, I don't script myself. I never script myself, to be honest, but I don't script myself because I like to let my mind wander and I like the conversation to come natural. I find it easier to listen to. Those are my preferred type of podcasts where the conversation flows. So I'll get better at this video part because I have like an Amanda video version and then I have like podcast Amanda and those aren't always the same Amandas. So I guess the first thing is, you know, where are we? (laughs) We are day 6,005 of quarantine no, what are we? Day 60 something, 68, 69, something like that. I've lost track of the days. I actually find it really depressing when I break down how many days we've been cooped up in our homes. Also, I feel like this should go without saying for this episode, but obviously we're doing this for a very good reason. We're all staying home for a very good reason. I'm not here to like dispute any of that or discuss any potential controversial topics. Um, But no, for like, it's always good. But just because we're doing something that is for the greater good does not make it easy, right? So day 60 something. How are you guys? How are you guys doing? We're all handling this so differently. Some of us appear to be doing it better than others. Um, Some of us appear that way, and it is very much not the case behind the scenes. There's so many different, you know, life setups. Um, And we're going to talk about a lot of different topics today. But, you know, one thing I really wanted to just throw out there is that I really appreciate the connection that we have throughout this pandemic. You know, I know that my audience is around the world and it is very exciting to hear how you are all doing things and, you know, what's keeping you busy and also just how things are working in your hood. And I really appreciate you guys reaching out and sending me DMs or commenting on YouTube and just really creating this sense of it's like a family like I know what you guys are up to so as always please continue to do that like you may not know how much it um can impact a creator I can't speak for everyone but I know for myself like it makes it seem more real when the sharing is also reciprocated so always share I always I love that stuff I try to respond to all my dms because I know you know That's important. It's important to do that. So anyway, share with me how you're doing. How am I doing? Hmm. (laughs) I feel like it ebbs and flows. It really does ebb and flow. Um, Well, it ebbs and flows. And right now, today, I feel really good. And I feel really good despite the fact that it is cloudy and kind of drizzling rain all day today. There's a couple of things I've learned about myself being forced to, you know, stay safe at home with my family. And I'm sure a lot of that will come out today. Um, and I think you've probably learned stuff about yourself. Like it's, it's a very interesting experiment aside from everything else that's going on. Like it's a really interesting thing to be forced to recognize certain behaviors, certain thought patterns within ourselves, whether we like it or not. You feel me? So 
as I was saying at the top of the episode, you know, there are certain things that I found are working really well and then some things that are just not working really well. And I'm going to share a little bit of that throughout each, you know, topic that I want to cover today. Um, and then one takeaway, let's tackle the first topic, which is work. As you guys know, I am a content creator. I create podcasts and Instagram and YouTube and Facebook and everything else. And how creators make a lot of their income is through partnerships with brands. And you guys have seen a lot of these ad spots. And um, it takes a lot of work behind the scenes, like to create an ad that is going to work with your audience and jives with what you want to say. And so that's how I make the most of my income. And When all of this took place, now in hindsight, looking back, I feel like a lot of brands, it's almost like, okay, I'm going to give you a sports analogy, even though I'm like, I'm not sure I'm the right person (laughs) to be giving this example, but I kind of feel like, you know, in, 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 in hockey, like I've already got the, the sports mixed up, you know, in football, when a player gets hurt and everyone goes down on one knee. I feel like that's what all of these brands, maybe not all, but a lot of brands kind of just went, okay, hold up, like time out, everybody go down on one knee because we don't know what's going on here. And so that was like March 15th. I had a ton of campaigns on the go and a lot of them just kind of screeched to a halt. I only had one canceled and it was a smaller one I was doing with a friend. Um, But the rest of them, either continued, but like looking a little different or were paused completely. And, you know, none of us knew what to expect, totally uncertain times. And I am a worker bee. I am a provider. And when that's not happening, there was a whole lot of stress and anxiety that started to pop up. And as much as you keep telling yourself, it's okay, it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. I mean, you also have to be realistic and like, oh my God, this is not fine. (laughs) Like I need to make money and sitting here is not making money. Like, what am I going to do? And like these sense of like panic started to take, you know, hold of me. What I found now, like literally in the last few days is that brands are like, okay, we've kind of figured out how we want to do this. We've sort of figured out how to be respectful with the climate uh, and to share messaging in a way that is considerate, but effective. And and it seems to be back up and running, which is amazing. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. However, in that little dip, you know, as a creative person, it's so easy to lose your way and to feel like, what's the point of this? You know, like as much as I love, like genuinely, I could sit here every day, all day, 10 hours a day, working away, chipping away at all these different little projects I want to work on because that is how much I love it. It is so fun connecting with people, being able to provide for my family, doing something I just genuinely love doing. Like it feels like play a lot of the time is so cool. However, with all of that in mind, if I'm not able to pay my mortgage and put food in the fridge, then I, then it's a hobby. Right. And I do hobbies, but like that doesn't pay bills. Now, of course I am a two, you know, 
income generating family. My husband has a job and my husband is a pilot and works in the travel industry. And guess what? When the world shuts down, so do pilots. And so that's very concerning. And so all of this really had me thinking like, okay, I enjoy doing this. I think I'm pretty good at it. But is this time for me to pivot? Like, do I need to start considering different career options? And I must admit, I have been really thinking hard about what I want the next few years to look like. Now, it's not something I want to share publicly because I'm a big believer of when you set goals for yourself or you have dreams and aspirations, you might want to tell and share with a few people, but I think you need to hold that close because all of a sudden when you start sharing with too many people, it's like it dilutes your intent or it dilutes your vision. And I don't want anyone else's opinion, if that makes sense. No hard feelings. (laughs) But it's like one of those things. I just kind of have to keep it close and see if it's something I can realistically start to work on in my spare time. So that's been an interesting thing to come out of this because I don't know that I would have had the time previously to really sit down and think about where I want my career to go, what I want the next decade to look like. And the reason I say these next few years is that my children are six and eight, and it's like I've stepped into chapter two of parenting. They do not need me as much. They are very independent. Uh, today the kids were like, mom, we're going to go watch a movie. And I'm like, okay. And I was busy puttering around. And then I look again and they've got popcorn and drinks and they set up their whole snack. I mean, I'll get into my parenting tactics throughout this pandemic, but they made their own snacks. And I was like, what is happening? This is incredible. So yeah, it's like this whole new world where I have this time and I'm going to just take a guess and a stab at this here, but I would imagine over the next years as they continue to age, that that time will continue to increase. Parenting's obviously going to look different, but they're not going to need me for all the nitty gritty stuff. So with that in mind, it's like all of a sudden I have more time to consider my work options and what I might like to do. So I've really been playing with a lot of that and I'm still thinking about it today. Um, But that's been something really interesting to come out of this. Like I don't, like I said, I don't think I would have granted myself the time to consider this before. So I suppose the part that wasn't working was realizing how much of what I do hinges on, um, you know, partner relationships and I don't have this sense of control over my income. And that is rather frightening, which I think a lot of creatives are in a similar situation. Like, you know, my, and who knows if we'll come across something like this in future, another pandemic style situation. I pray we don't. But again, like if that were to happen, am I setting myself up in a way professionally where I won't be as impacted? Because when you're self-employed, there's so many little things that you don't have access to, right? And I won't get into all of that here, but there's just a lot of uncertainty. And it, yeah, it's I don't like that feeling. I need to have more control over my business and my income. And so I've, I'm really considering a lot of that. Um, so that's kind of what wasn't working is that lack of control over your income. 
And then I guess what is working is that with the free time, I was able to, you know, think about other passions that I have and how I might be able to pursue those. Um, there's a couple of people in the field that I'm interested in that I want to take aside and talk to them and like do my, you know, research. And it, is this something they enjoy? What do they enjoy about it? That kind of thing. Um, and then the other flip side is that it did grant me a lot of free time. And I have been enjoying learning a new platform which is TikTok. I know some of you are on TikTok. I, there's at least like once a day where I laugh out loud at something creative that people have put together. TikTok is so funny. And it's just, I mean, right now the algorithm keeps serving me like cute, cute dogs um, and really funny people and I'm here for it. So at the moment I'm learning how to use it. I'm learning, you know, about the platform itself. Uh, how I want to share information. And I'm a big fan of the pivot, you know, as, as new things come up, I like to learn them. I like to be on top of it as much as possible. Uh, so be sure to follow me there. If you're not already at Muse Amanda, I'm having a lot of fun. <laughs> like it's, it feels like old school Instagram, but not like not Instagram, but like the way that a platform used to be before it got all perfect. Like right now, Instagram filter to the max, you know, copy, you know, the content underneath photos to the max. Everything is so thought out, which is great. I really like thought out content. Don't get me wrong, but I also just really like fun. So anyway, it's fun. TikTok is fun. Blah, blah, blah. Let's move to the next topic. Here I was saying I was going to speak less. We're already at like the 20 minute mark and I've spoken about one topic. Ugh, I can talk. Okay. Point number two, let's move on to fitness. Here is what I have learned. If I don't move my body in some shape or form every single day, my mood is greatly impacted. And if I am on my cycle and it is, you know, that time of the month, or actually not really even that time of the month. It's I get all the PMS problems, the pre-cycle situation. My hormones, a dip or something happens, and I literally have zero control over my mood. Like it's, I, I dip so low, I have self-doubt creep in, I have lack of motivation, all these really like this messy combination of hard, heavy feelings hits me like a ton of bricks about like four days before my period starts. And that's something I learned about myself. Like I, I always knew that before, but I have never really had to just like sit with myself and those feelings because when the world is ticking like normal, I'm busy. I'm picking up kids from school. I'm forced to leave the house. I'm constantly doing things, which I'm realizing is like a drug to me. I am the queen of distraction. I think a lot of us are, but I'm, I really enjoy doing things. <laughs> oh God. So yeah, if I don't move my body now, when I say fitness, I don't like to restrict it to one thing. I've tried things like bar. These are all free YouTube workouts. So bar, uh, cardio hit, dance workouts, strength training. I've tried kind of like a lot of different stuff. And what I figured out is as much as I enjoy dabbling and trying new things, I also really like sticking to a program. And so I recently swapped or switched back to the Alive app with Whitney Simmons. And I just really like it. I've, I bought that app the 
the moment it came out just because I really like her as a creator and I love it. I love her in the gym workouts. Um, I wasn't working out as much at home before all this happened. And so, you know, I've obviously ramped that up, but I definitely feel like some movement in some form is the medicine for me. So I do one workout a day. Today's actually a rest day because the program I'm doing is really hard. Like I feel physically tired, which is great because I'm realizing I really need that. I really need to be pushed to my almost limit so that I am exhausted because the buzz of energy around me as a person, just like uncertainty, anxiety, responsibility is so heavy and strong right now that I need something that just is like, bam, like I need a workout to just sweat and like, ah, release that energy, you know? Uh, so I'm loving her at home workout. It's called Alive Inside. It's a four week program. I'm halfway through the second week. I feel exhausted. My muscles feel like, I mean, there's muscles I didn't even know I had. And it's using dumbbells and a band if you have them, like a booty band, and that's it. So it's incredible. So anyway, what was I talking about? I've gotten distracted because I love fitness. Um, So all of that. And then if I don't feel like doing a big workout, because like sometimes you get cramps or you're not feeling well, or I'm tired, I will do or try my best to do a yoga workout. Like I might even do some yoga later. We'll see how the day goes. But definitely without fail, walking the dogs has been saving my life. That is very dramatic. That is a very grand statement to make, but I honestly feel that way. My favorite thing. So I try to leave my walk till after dinner because it just seems to work with our days, the way we've set them up. And one of us will cook dinner, Dean or I, and then whoever hasn't cooked will clean the kitchen. Like we just swap responsibilities. And, um, you know, the last few nights Dean's cooked dinner. So I clean the kitchen and then I get the dogs ready and I pop on my podcast and I go for a beautiful walk and I just love it. I aim for like 40 minutes, give or take. Sometimes it's a little less if it's cold. We've had some cold snaps lately in Ontario. Like it's like May, mid freaking May. Can we get some sun please? That'd be nice. Um, so yeah, 45 minutes ish, give or take. And I love it. I love the combination of the workout in the morning and the evening walk. It works for me and I feel strong and I feel like I, I don't know, like I'm not wasting away because, uh, I just, it's heavy. It's heavy times. Um, trying not to keep repeating myself about all of these uncertain things, but it goes without saying. The other thing I've learned throughout all of this is that there isn't, it's like, how do I phrase this? I don't have a strange relationship with food. Like today we had like a nice fast food lunch. It was delicious. I don't feel guilty about it. I really enjoyed it. What I'm struggling with is like all that I seem to think about. It's always like food. It's not, I'm not thinking about food. It's just, there's so much responsibility with like having all these people in the house and making sure everybody eats. And it's like, I have to think about it all the time. Okay. Here's the example. Like when the kids are in school, I get up in the morning and I make their lunches and I have like a series of lunch items that I always make for them. And it's easy. And I like pop it in their bin and I'm done. And then I, for myself, I don't really have to think about what I want to eat. Right? Like when I'm home alone and I'm working at whatever's left over in the fridge or I'll make some soup or I don't know, it's like usually pretty simple. It doesn't require a lot of thought process, but it does every day right now. It's like, 
what is everyone going to eat for breakfast? What is everyone going to eat for lunch? What's everyone going to eat for dinner? Like, oh my God, it's just so much. So sometimes I just like eating an apple on the fly. Like I miss being on the fly and going to places and oh my gosh, I forgot to have a proper breakfast. And then I don't know how to explain this without sounding like a tool, but I just... It's just a lot of thoughts around food. So with that in mind, I've noticed that my patterns have shifted. Like I never just sit down and watch TV with the kids every night. Who does that? Not me, but we do every night at the moment. And so I can't just watch TV, like just watching it. Like I usually have to have popcorn or chips or something. We've slowed down now the last week with like these evening snacks because it was going to be a bit much, uh, But you know, things like that, I'm eating like Dean's bacon scones and things. So I'm eating like two scones a day. (laughs) Like who cares? I know deep down that once our routines go back to normal, I'm not going to be eating like this. And so I just got to like let it go a little bit, you know, and it's been a bit strange, but it's just like giving yourself some grace around your habits. And like in the past, if I'm like working out hardcore, I'm like really aware of my diet and wanting to eat only like clean, healthy things to a certain degree. Right now I'm like, whatever, like you're working out because of your mental health health. And the side bonus thing is that your butt looks great. Um, (laughs) I mean, it always looks great, but you know, uh, and I'm not so worried about having like scones and chips and whatever, like it's going to ruin my fitness program. That's not the mission right now. So it's been a really interesting, like thing to process the feelings around that. And I think Last week, if you caught the episode that I did with my sister, we spoke about that a little bit and and things that we've learned about ourselves as we're getting older and throughout this pandemic. So interesting. And I suppose the thing that I found is like a good tip is that find something you enjoy, whatever that is, yoga, walking, and and I'm referring to movement, right? Um, Playing catch with your kids, jumping on the trampoline, like whatever you want to do and whatever brings you joy, do it and do it frequently because I'm finding that it just like it clears the air and I feel like I can handle life a lot better, you know, and I'm not so reliant on you know, this sense of satisfaction through, through other things that maybe aren't the best for me. Like I'm not overeating. I'm not, um, even though I was talking about different snacks and things, it's not like I'm not binging or anything. I'm just eating normal foods. It's just, it's like a sport, you know, like I don't miss anything. I don't miss a snack. I don't miss nothing. So yeah, it's like, I'm not like eating four pieces of cake every day. I mean, even saying that if you want to eat four pieces of cake, I don't care. Nobody cares, but you know, maybe it doesn't make you feel great. Oh, here's a prime example. I was, um, really, (laughs) really enjoying caramel sauce. And I was making all this like homemade caramel sauce, but then as much as I enjoyed it and was just like, yes, as I was scooping this caramel sauce into me, literally on nothing, just on a spoon, cold homemade caramel sauce is like my jam. I was getting really bad stomach pains because my tummy doesn't like all that sugar in there and, and things like that. So like, yes, do what you want, but like, is it impacting you in a negative way? So back to the movement, having a little dance party uh, with your kids if they're younger and you can't get out, doing small movements here and there, like a 15 minute, you know, little kettlebell, you know, setup. Like it doesn't have to be a lot, but something, it, there's a mind-body connection there and it, it works wonders. Mm-hmm. 
All right, let's talk about marriage. How real do we want to get? Okay, here's the thing. (laughs) There are highs. There are lows. Sometimes we have really great days. Sometimes we just have a good morning, and then it's complete crap for the rest of the day. It's hard to say. We are two separate people experiencing all sorts of things and feelings, and they don't match up all the time. That's just the reality of it. What I've learned is that relationships require space and breathing room. I've always known that. And I think Dean and I, because of the nature of his work being a pilot and him going and coming home, we have, without even trying, lots of space, lots of breathing room. And it has been a test to be immersed. Too much. It's too much. Too much togetherness. I think I even have a vlog titled that. Dean and I kind of joke about it in some of the episodes we've done together, but it is really hard. It's truly hard. It is, you know, so easy to take out your frustration on the person that's like right there, like the adult, the other adult in the house. Stress is brutal. Um, You know, we handle stress differently, but we're still both dealing with it. Uh, Things are super uncertain. And it's hard. I think it's, that's all I'm like. It's hard. It's heavy. Oh my God. I can't wait for this to be over. That's how I feel about it. Um, what I've learned, cause let's not focus on the negative. <laughs> what I've learned is that relationships, like I was saying, they need space, they need breathing room, but I've really learned to one. Okay. Here's what I've learned. One is that I need to work on listening And two is that I'm still working on it and I'm not great at it. And I'm not going to sit here and tell you that like, oh my God, everything is perfect all the time. It's not, but I've really learned to like value and try when I'm not being selfish and I'm not angry about stuff or stewing about something or feeling like my needs aren't being met. You know, how can I just take a moment to consider the other person? Like I was saying before, you know, like when one of us cooks dinner, the other one cleans. Cool. Um, I don't particularly want to sit downstairs and watch TV every night, brutally honest truth, but I do it because I know it's for the greater good. Like the kids feel connected. Uh, You know, we take time to connect with each other. I've noticed that within myself, when I'm feeling stressed and uncertain, I really tend to gravitate towards things I can control, like work, like my content creation and output. And which is great. However, by doing all of that, I separate myself from the family and that puts a bigger burden on Dean to kind of manage stuff. And then if he gets tired, then I'm like intently working on work things and then trying to parent and then I get frustrated. So I really need to like separate myself. And I have been working on, like I was saying, my listening, not just preparing my answer, like literally waiting for Dean to finish. And then just speaking, <laughs> you know, like not just so excited. It's not a debate. No one's going to judge me or grade me on this conversation, you know, so just taking my time. Um, and that's like, that's my big thing, man. And like just trying to really structure my day and make time for little moments. Um, something I'm working on right now is to put my phone away for part of the day. 
It's a major crutch for me right now. I think for a lot of us, we just want to be distracted. We want to read the news. We want to like have a laugh. I don't know. Like we're just kind of losing ourselves in tech. And so I'm like, plug your phone in your office and then walk away. That is way harder to do than it sounds, but I'm trying. I had these other three areas that I was going to talk about. I'll try to just get through them quickly because I think it's important. Um, But I was trying to keep these episodes short and sweet. Darn it. Okay. Well, the next area, I was trying to keep these episodes short and sweet. Dang it. Okay. Here, we'll, we'll get through these next two pretty quick. Parenting and homeschool. I'm not really doing it. No, I'm parenting. I'm not doing homeschool. (laughs) I'm pretty casual about all of the above. Everything is uncertain for us. Everything is uncertain for them. There's a lot of fighting with my kids right now. They've just ramped it up in the last like 10 days. I feel like I might be losing my marbles. I'm raising my voice more than I like. Going back to the previous point about listening, I'm trying to do that with the kids too. Don't take sides. Don't yell back you know, like I'm trying to be very Zen. It's very hard for me when the children start yelling. I don't like loud noises. I don't want people yelling, you know, so that's tricky for me right now. Um, what I have been doing, so that's, what's not working, the fighting, the chaos, because of all the feelings of of uncertainty that they're having. Also, we've had like a really long stretch of days where the weather has been a poo-poo. It's like raining and cold and everybody is stuck inside and I have seen a drastic, drastic difference. Sunny days, everyone's outside and happy. Far few arguments, just occasional spats here and there when it's around snack time because we all get a little hangry versus days where we're all cooped up inside. It's like, it's like survive. It's like battle of the, I don't even know what. I'm constantly breaking up fights when everyone's stuck inside. So there's a huge difference. So I'm grateful for like the warm weather that's coming because I know once that shows up and the kids are outside all day, it's just, it'll be a different life. So here's what is working. The school of life. That's what we're doing in this house. I'm teaching these kids about different types of things. Like we're still working on reading. We're still working on a few like school projects here and there, but I'm not super um, strict about it every day. I'm sort of deciding what each child needs and then we go with that. Uh, But like the other day I taught Esme how to make eggs for breakfast. And so she was making her brother eggs and she made me eggs and she's really good at making eggs now. And then Jack really wanted to learn how to make popcorn. Remember I was telling you about before they made their own snacks. So Jack's making popcorn, which is really exciting. Um, And so we're doing those kinds of things. The kids are helping Dean do stuff around the house, around the yard. You know, we're making beds. We're talking about like healthy sleep habits. And so there's those types of things that are happening. Esme baked stuff the other day. What did she make? Cookies? Drop biscuits? They were delicious. So we're doing a lot of that. And I think my tip for the parenting and like homeschool umbrella is, first of all, you know, don't compare. Try not to compare your house to another house. There's different stress levels, different coping mechanisms, um, different like responsibilities with your jobs and your life as an adult versus what you can output with your children. But the other thing is that parent your child, like one of my kids really enjoys reading and loves the challenge of it. And so we spend more time reading, you know what I mean? Or the other one is not that interested in that. That's okay. That is okay. School will be back up and running and things will go back to normal at some point. And I am not your teacher. So, you know, 
Don't compare. Parent your kid. Moving on. I did have a little section about friends and family. And and this is like extended family. Um, I don't do Zoom calls all the time. I usually have like one or two a week with friends. I've got one tonight, actually. Pretty excited. It's going to be fun. And I really look forward to them. Like they're fun. I can't say that I was the most uh, planned social person before all of this. Like I didn't have like regular dates with friends or like lots of functions that I went to. I just kind of happenstance, maybe a couple times a month I do something fun. Um, So I don't feel like I'm lacking in that sense. I feel like I'm lacking in the actual like face-to-face real in-person time like so many of you are. We're all, we're all in that same boat, right? Um, I'm not a big fan of like breaking social distancing just yet. I would just rather wait. I find it kind of depressing to sit like two feet apart from people. I think I'm just going to have to get over that to be honest because this seems to be the direction that the world is going and that even when things open back up, they're not really going to be opened back up. Like it's going to be really slow. So I'm, I'm a slow converter to this thing. It's hard for me. I want to be up in your face and I want to like have real moments and it feels strained and it's hard. That's how I feel about it. When it comes to family, there's a few family members that I regularly speak to on video call. Like my sister and I have totally upped our game. I'm having so much fun getting to know her as an adult. So that's really fun. I check in with my dad regularly. He is a bachelor. So I like to keep tabs on him, make sure he's doing okay. Uh, You know, Dean's parents, my in-laws whom I adore. I chat with my mom and my stepdad occasionally. And yeah, we try our best. Like it's easy and it works and... Yeah. So we're doing it a couple times a week, you know, but again, pace yourself. It's kind of like the previous point about the homeschooling and this and that, like don't compare yourself to the people you see online who are like, or everybody's dressing up and has like themed zoom calls and stuff. Like I just want to sit down with like a glass of wine, but that said, that's my personality. Like I'm not, you will never come to my house for like a themed dinner party or I will go to yours to do that, but that's never going to happen in my house. That's like not who I am. I'm not, I just, it's so much work and I'm just not into it. You know, like I just want to drink the wine. I don't need to have a party or a game about it. I just want to in the cup and then I can sip it and then we can talk. That's what I like. I like that real, obviously, if you guys are here, you kind of have a sense of who I am. I really like that real moment with another person where you're sharing vulnerable stuff and you're getting to the good guts of a conversation. I don't need to be like guessing which wine is the Pinot Noir. I don't care. (laughs) So similarly with like all these themed Zoom calls, it's just so much work. That said, I do like to play. So like even by saying that, I don't want to judge you if you're doing that because obviously it's bringing those people joy. Coming back to the basics, my tip, my takeaway is don't compare and like do what is good for you, right? What's fun for you. Um, It's hard though because I miss my people, but like I miss them in real life. I want to sit next to them. I want to like, I was going to say I want to smell them. That sounds weird, but you know what I mean? Like I want to smell the perfumes you're wearing or the colognes. I want to like give you a hug and like feel you. So gosh, it doesn't sound any better as I say that. Okay, moving on. Last but not least, look at me just like getting through this last section. Mental health. That's a doozy. That is a doozy of one. I think 
you know, when I come back to the points that I've already sort of talked about, um, you know, from marriage to fitness to work, it is all connected. And I feel like naturally how I'm feeling about things and my mental health is going to greatly impact all those different areas. So something that I know is impacted and I'm trying to work on it, but it's, it's a slippery slope is my sleep. Like right now I have quite a strong association with having to watch ASMR videos to fall asleep. And it's just, it's all that's working. Like my brain just wants to keep going at night, but I, I want to sleep. So I have to watch ASMR videos, but then I'm like, oh, my phone is in my room and my phone is too close to my face while I'm sleeping. And so I'm feeling a lot of guilt about that. I don't feel like I have the healthiest sleep patterns at the moment. That said, if you were to look at my Fitbit app, I'm sleeping quite good, like seven hours a night, six to eight hours. So that's like the what's not working. One thing I have been doing is waking up at 7.30ish every day. I have a Fitbit watch and it has this feature where um, it'll like, it's a smart alarm. So it kind of figures out where you are in your sleep pattern and then wakes you up. And I seem to wake up either just before or just as my alarm is going off. And that's really working for me. No matter what time I go to bed, I enjoy waking up around the 7.45-ish time in the morning. This morning I slept until 8.30, but I had a situation in the night where I was woken up by one of my kids. And so I was like more tired than usual. Um, But that's working because what I feel like I've lost in this when it comes to like my personal time is that in the before land, the kids would go to bed and then I would stay awake later and I would work on my stuff and I would get my work organized. I would sit at my desk and I would do that. That's not happening in the evenings anymore. So I get up before everybody else. So now I've switched that me time to the morning, which is harder because I'm not a morning person. So it's taking a bit more structure on my end to like be organized because what I've realized is not much has changed from the Amanda now who's 36 to like six-year-old Amanda. I like to get as much as possible out of a day. (laughs) I almost like, I didn't want to nap as a child. I didn't want to go to bed. Like I didn't want to miss out. And I think this is like part of my problem, but maybe also part of like my charm, maybe, is that I want to do all the things. So like I want to wake up and have a slow coffee and then I want to work and then I want to hang out with my kids and then I want to work out and then I want to work some more and then I want to walk by myself and then I want to hang out with my husband and I want to do all of these things in one day, but it's like really hard to fit everything in, which is probably why sleep is always at the bottom of my list. I realize this will catch up to me. So I'm trying to be more structured and more organized and then realistic with my output and the expectations I put on myself, because you can't be like output, 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 and then, you know, not sleep. That's not a good combination. So I'm a work in progress. Aren't we all? Again, though, coming back to what I was saying at the top of the episode is like all of these things we're learning about ourselves in the process of being forced to be with ourselves every day, all day, right? Um, So yeah, like to the point of what I'm saying is like, you know, I just don't, I don't have as much alone time as I did before and I miss it. And so I'm trying to find times in the day to sneak it back in. And those times are my mornings by myself, my evening walks, glorious moments of the day for me, for sure. And when I'm walking, there's always a podcast. And lately, I'm just obsessed with Crime Junkie podcast. I just love that podcast. 
it's wild. <laughs> um, something that isn't working is that I really miss going to therapy sessions and I'm pretty sure that my therapist does video sessions and I'm playing around with doing one of those, but I don't know. We'll see coming back to like my feelings about seeing people in real time, having like the, the real like connection. I don't know if video therapy will work for me, but I'm tempted to give it a try just because I feel like I need a good reset. Therapy is such a good reset button for me and I miss it right now. Um, you know, I miss adventures. I miss the random spontaneous things that we would get up to or that I would get up to. And I'm feeling that. So there isn't much I can do about that. It's just a matter of, you know, what's that quote I want to share with you? There was this quote I saw from Jordan V. Peterson, and he said, put the things you can control in order, repair what is in disorder, and make what is already good better. I read that quote, and it was like, I don't know, it's like a slap in the face, but like in the best possible way. There are so many things that are beyond my control, our collective control. Like there's just so many things we cannot control right now. And that is very hard, but here's what I can control. And that's what I'm focusing on. And here's what I have that's amazing. And how can I make it better? Right? So that's what I've been focusing on. Like this week I spent more time having quiet moments. And instead of playing on Instagram or TikTok, I played a board game with my kids and I really enjoyed that. Um, I made sure to take walks, even though I wasn't really feeling it. I knew I would feel better after. And so I'm pushing myself towards things that I know will impact me in a really positive way and it's working. So I still have really low days, trust. (laughs) It's just, you know, I took the time to organize my work. I took the time to focus on things that will help make my marriage that much better, right? Make what you, you know, what is good, what is already good better. You know, I'm very passionate about what I do, but I know I could be passionate about a few other things that would help me feel solid and, you know, confident in my work producing abilities. What can I focus on there? So it's, it's definitely a mixed bag. Um, you know, when it comes to the mental health part of it, like what is my tip and my takeaway? It's like find something that works. And I, I feel like that's kind of the biggest tip for all of this. But the thing that's working for me right now, if of anything, like if I have someone's like, Amanda, what's your life hack right now? Honestly, go for a walk. <laughs> like I feel like that covers fitness, that covers getting out of your space, get out of your house, get out of your apartment if you can, go for a walk. Um, it covers giving your relationship some space to breathe if you're existing with other people. It covers your mental health. Like it's it's all of it. And if you want, you could call a friend while you're walking and bam, you just did two for one, right? Like that is like my biggest life hack. And also, just for fun, food for thought. I shared something the other day on Instagram for those, you know, people who are struggling with like, where do I start with fitness? How do I even get moving? And I showed a comparison. So I went for a walk. It was like, I don't know, 45 minute walk. And I like to track my fitness and my walking just because I don't know, I find it fun. A little bit of a fitness nerd over here. And I burned 232 calories. And then I showed and compared it to the HIIT workout I had done the day before. 25 minute hit workout. I also burned 232 calories. So I was like, 
It's amazing. Just first a walk versus a crazy bouncy hit workout and you burn the same amount of calories. One was a lot easier than the other, you know? So walking is incredible and you know, you'll figure out what, what works for you. And that's, you know, that's kind of my update in a nutshell. I covered all the things. And as usual, my advice, which I'm always like trying to remind myself as I say these things, right? Like pace myself, take it one day at a time, um, find some fun. Don't be afraid to cry. I'm having a hard time going to those heavy places. I really try to avoid feeling sadness because I feel like once I get there, it is so hard for me to get out of it. So I just kind of hover above it. Um, The other day when I laughed so hard, I cried on TikTok. That was probably a moment like that. Like I laughed, I I was experiencing such a burst of emotion that it tipped into like, ah, she's losing it. I just burst into tears and I was laughing so hard. It was just a very like messy feeling because the world is so messy right now, right? Um, And I think the last part is, Social media is wonderful. We get we get to glimpse into other people's worlds and lives. But if the glimpsing starts to tip into this comparison space where then you start to feel really bad about yourself, try to have some steps in place where you, you kind of stop that from happening. Maybe it's pausing how much time you're spending on Instagram or, you know, muting a few pages for a while until you feel like you're strong enough to go back and watch that kind of stuff. I hope this helped. I hope you have one thing that you can take away. I hope you all go for a walk now. (laughs) Hope you're walking while you're listening, right? That's my favorite thing to do, walking and podcasting. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. As a reminder, if you are listening on a podcast player, uh, this is also going to be in video format. So podcast comes out on Tuesday. I'm hoping to have the video out on Friday if all goes well. And if you do get a chance to rate and review on Apple Podcasts, that would be awesome because this is how you get podcasts into new ears. And it's, I'm ever so grateful for all of those reviews. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. If you're watching, thank you so much for being here. Subscribe, drop some comments below. All right, guys, I'll catch you in the next episode. Bye for now.